Good morning, backloggers. I'm being a little quieter than normal because everybody in the house is still sleeping. <clears throat> you see, it's uh, the unpleasant hour of almost 6.30, and my back woke me up. It's a little bit stiff, it's a little bit sore, but uh, I'm pretty sure I can get through this thing just by sitting around and talking a little bit. My life has been busy lately. Um, I had a water heater break where I had to go over to my parents' house and uh, help them replace their water heater because uh, the water decided that it needed to start running on the outside. That was a whole lot of fun. Um, I recently ordered Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. I pre-ordered it through Best Buy, got that Gamers Club unlocked, and it also came with a really cool steelbook. So, yeah, I pre-ordered that game through Best Buy. Got that discount, very happy about it. Uh, then it came to... Uh, earlier this past week, uh, June 25th to be exact, and I got my notification that uh, the game was ready to pick up. So on my way to work, I head to the Best Buy closest to work, which is where I usually order my stuff from, and I go in to pick it up and, uh, you know, wait in line for a minute or so, and then they give me this really cool steelbook case. Loved it. The only problem I have with it is the fact that um, it's like PlayStation 4 sized. It's not Switch sized. So kind of annoying that I have a cool steelbook case, but I can't put it with my other Switch steelbooks because it doesn't look right. Anyway, walking out the door, going through my bag, I notice I don't have a video game. So I turn around and head back in, and I'm like, hey, listen, I, I think y'all kind of screwed up here a little bit. And uh, she's like, no, no, you only had uh, one item on your order. So I'm like, can you look into this? Because why would I order a steelbook, which is not orderable? That's the free gift that comes with it. What I really wanted was the game. So she looks, and she's like, oh, yeah, that was sent to another store. And she gives me the address of that store. So, yeah, when I throw it in my Google machine, uh, that store is 40 minutes away. It makes absolutely no sense. Why, why does my free gift go to one store and then my actual game go 40 minutes away? Are they, are they putting me through a test? Do they, do they hate people that still have the uh, Gamers Club Unlocked card and they're really just trying to mess with them and like, don't order from us because you're not going to have any fun. But yeah, so yesterday um, I finally went and picked that game up and haven't had a chance to play it yet. Got a little time into Spider-Man yesterday, but not into Bloodstained. Um, so yeah, that was a whole lot of fun. Um, and then not yesterday, but the day before, uh, you know, not working, so the wife decides, let's load up my husband with some honeydew stuff, since he's got three days off. So, yeah, uh, two days ago, uh, what that meant was borrowing my father-in-law's truck and using my wife's car, and then we, uh, we took a whole bunch of stuff from the old house. Yes, yes, you heard that correctly. I've been in my house for over six months, and I'm still moving stuff in. That's because we're slow and we're lazy, and her aunt owns the house and nobody else lives there, so we have time. But finally decided it was time to, uh, you know, we just had our backyard done. We got some pavers. We got some grass. It's all set up nicely, so that means it's time to move the rest of the stuff back there. Had to pick up the grill. Had to pick up the backyard table. Um, got all that done. Uh Yesterday morning, uh, my little boy Jacob, he wakes up and he uh, he looks out into the backyard and he sees the grill and he gets excited. <gasps> Dad, are you going to grill some burgers? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we can grill some burgers. I was like, but we don't have any. Dad, we go to the store and we buy some burgers now. 
You know, how do you argue with the little one with excitement in his eye when all he wants you to do is cook some burgers for him? And it's not like he's like, Dad, I want to go to McDonald's and get a burger and fries. No, he wants you to cook them because he loves those burgers. So I'm like, okay, I'll go to the store. I was like, but, you know, we have some work to do. We have to clean the grill. We have to set up the table. No, that's okay, Dad. I help you. I go to the store with you. I help you. So, yeah, Jacob and I, we get into the car, we go to the store, um, he holds the burgers, he holds the buns, um, he tells me to go different places, uh, he pointed out the fact that we need chips to go with our burgers, and then he wanted some sugar cookies, because, well, he likes sugar cookies, but, you know, uh, grocery store, very successful, we get up into line, he takes everything out of the cart, loads it up on the conveyor belt, when we get to the car... He helps me put the bags in the back of the car. And then when we get home, he climbs into the back so that he can help me get the bags from the car, take them into the house so that we can get to the burger making quicker. As we walk through the door, he, Mom! Mom! We got everything for the burgers! Excitement. Pure, unbridled, oh, excitement. Like, oh, I love this kid. He melts my heart. So anyway... Um, I'm like, and I remind him, I'm like, okay, I was like, you know, dad has to clean the grill, it's, it's a little dirty, it was sitting at the other house, it was outside, I didn't clean it after the last time I cooked, no, that's okay, dad, I help you, so, you know, we got cleaning supplies, we got a big old bucket to soak the grates in, some degreaser, um, and he helped me every step of the way, we got some rags, so he would spray the grill, wipe parts of it off with the rags, um, after the great, great soaked, he came over and he started scrubbing them with me. Um, and mind you, we started all this at about like eight, eight thirty in the morning, right? So we're going, we're cleaning the grill. And, you know, at one point I'm like, Hey, you know, Jacob, if, if you're getting a little tired, if you don't want to help dad clean anymore, I can turn the TV on for you. And no dad, no dad, we got this. We got this. I'm a helper. That's what I do. I help. I'm a helper. I like to help. I help you dad. So yeah, we kept going. We, scrubbed the grill down we cleaned it we scrubbed the grates down uh, he helped me go dump the really disgusting dirty water multiple times where he would have to open the patio door for me after i walked through he'd shut it then he'd open the garage door for me and then we'd go outside and dump it we'd come back in we'd start more cleaning so grill cleaned down just needed to be vacuumed out for the coal ashes so he helps me assemble the new shop vac we go, we do that. At one point, we're assembling the shop back, and he gets excited. He's like, Dad, we did it. High five. Oh, yeah. My son is so white, he asks for high fives. Be jealous. Yeah, we assemble the shop back. Then we uh, we have to put the table together, put an umbrella on it. You know, this whole thing. And I'm talking, by the time we're done, it's like 1.30. He has been helping me since like 8 in the morning till 1.30. He refuses to eat because the only thing he wants is dad to go outside and cook burgers. Because he wants the outside burgers. He don't want the burgers I made on the stove. Those weren't as good. Dad, I need you to grow me some burgers. I'm getting hungry now. So, you know, I fire up the coal, let it start cooking. He decides that he's going to wait outside at the table so he can watch the coals get ready. That way he can tell me when they're ready so that I can cook and we can get food to everybody faster. Anyway, finally, get to the grilling point. Cook them up. Uh, underdid them a little bit. Left some pink in there, hoping that the kids didn't notice. Uh, got the two kids their burgers first. Jacob took a bite. <gasps> Dad, 
I love this burger. It is delicious. And then we end the bun, put some ketchup on it. He goes through two burgers like it was nothing. Everybody chowed down on him, ate him up. And, you know, for not cooking burgers in over six months now, they were delicious. They hit the spot. Everybody loved them. Jacob, all day long, such a great helper. And then finally, he got his reward. So, yeah, that was my yesterday in a nutshell. Um, after that, we, you know, played some blocks and did a little bit of stuff. Today we are heading over to my old man's house. Uh, we're going to eat some sort of burger material again. And, you know, just hang out for a couple of hours because uh, I believe it's the old man's birthday. He's 73 years old. I'm going to slow that one down for you because it's a big number. 73 years old. I don't got sound effects. I'm not going to go back and edit this. I don't have anything cool to add. So instead, I just made my voice sound funny. You didn't even notice, did you? Um, so the other day, and I, you know, we recorded a backlog buster. We had uh, Bobby the Nintendo Guru on there, and everybody had a hoot and a holler. Um, and, you know, he's, he's made fun of us a little bit on his shows, talking about how Jeremy looked with his microphone and talking about our whack-ass predictions and everything. But uh, everybody had a really, really good time, and... You know, uh, Sean had it brought up to him on If We Ran Nintendo. He brought it up on one of his, you know, five talking point shows that he's now doing instead of Nintendo Talk or whatever it was. And, you know, I'm great to get that promotion out there. But, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Um, Sean was going through and doing his pants podcast where he podcasts with no pants for the Patreons. I'm not sure what tier you need to be in to get the video version of him talking with no pants. But I'm pretty sure I'm never going to get to that version. I like to just hear him talk with no pants. I don't want to see him talk with no pants. Pretty certain after two kids, Chelsea doesn't even want to see him do anything with no pants at this point. But, you know, during the whole statement, um, there was a question in there where I, actually he was bringing it up. It was like, you know, talking about what we've been doing and how we've been doing. And he, you know, throws a little at me this way, talking about how he really likes my backlog confessional and that I should keep stealing his questions. In there, because me stealing his questions is becoming, you know, something of a community event. Uh, Skinny Matt asked, which question does he think I'm going to steal? And Sean said I should just steal them all this week. So that's what I'm doing. And even though he told me to uh, steal them all and that I was going to start with a different one, I'm not. I started with Matt's. I'm stealing them all. I have no clue what these are. I just listened. Like I said, I've been busy. So... Bam. James Johnson, Dr. Doom. Uh, he put on there, how do you deal with losing friends, whether it be just drifting apart, different lifestyles? Skipping forward all the other words on there, but losing friends. So this is a big one that I struggle with because I'm bad at keeping friends. I've moved a whole lot, and I'm like a puppy or like a baby. Out of sight, out of mind. You know, I moved across the country. I really kept one friend, and that was the guy I was living with when I moved. Actually, I kept two because there was another guy living out here who, uh, you know, I ended up moving in with. But I've had multiple friends back home, and mostly I have lost contact with all of them. Uh, the only thing that has been a saving grace has been stuff like MySpace and the Book of Face and different stuff like that. Because, you know, you can look these people up, you can 
like their post. You can pretend that you're still friends with them, even though you don't actually interact with them. You don't talk to them. You don't hang out. You know, you just, oh, yeah, I'm still friends. I got him on my, my, my Facebook page. And the other day he posted a picture of his puppy, and I said, that was cute. And yeah, so, you know, the BS, the fake friendship stuff. But um, I don't keep friends. I'm bad at it. Uh, I've got this uh, chick who uh, knew her in high school, hung out with her, went to some parties with her, and then when she moved to Vegas, which is like 10, 15 years after high school, you know, somebody hooked us up and we were friends again, but then she moved to Florida and once again, Serge is a bad friend. I forget to text, I forget to write, I forget to call, I forget all this stuff. I'm awful. One of my best friends for my whole life, he... Um, I moved away, he moved away, we lost contact. Then finally, through MySpace, we found each other again. And, um, you know, I ended up going and visited him. He came to my wedding and everything. And I'm working at that one. I'm, I'm trying to be a better friend because we've known each other for so long. But, you know, I'm just, I got my life. I've got everything I'm doing. And I miss some of these people, and, you know, it would be great if they were in my life, but it's so hard, it's so difficult, you, it's hard to plan vacations, everybody has families, it's hard to meet up with other people, it's, I'm, I'm good with, uh, you know, being a fake Facebook friend and having just like three to four real friends in my life, even if those real friends aren't near me, I have one in town, pretty, well, actually I have two in town, but that's it. Everybody else is out of town, and I only see them maybe once a year. Maybe once a year. Sometimes not even that. Ah, Brendan Myers. What is your usage rate of oven to toaster oven to microwave? So, I'm going to separate oven and toaster oven, which I don't think is what he wanted. But microwave, I'm going to say, for me personally, 1%. For my family, because I have a 13-year-old, maybe 10%. Um, oven... 70% and then toaster oven 20% yeah 70 plus 20 plus 10 that equals 100 so uh, the only reason the oven is so high is because uh, the other day when we brought the grill over we finally brought the toaster oven over and the toaster oven is something we lived and died by kids wanted pizzas throw it in a toaster oven reheating dad's hamburgers throw it in the toaster oven everything was toaster 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 oven um but, you know, now we have this really awesome double oven, and we use it a lot, and we cook a lot of good food in it. So the toaster oven's probably going to go up to, like, 30%, 40%, because uh, one of the main things is I would rather have the 13-year-old use the toaster oven instead of burn the house down with the actual oven. So, yeah, uh, the microwave is just, if you have to reheat something and you're in a pinch, but it's crap. I hate the microwave. The microwave makes things taste worse. Yeah, it'll make something warm. Okay, if uh, my toddler wants a hot dog, I can throw it in the microwave and it's ready in 30 seconds or less. I don't have to worry about putting it on the stove or, you know. The The microwave oven is convenient and it's one of the reasons that America is fat and lazy. That's the truth of the matter. It's one of the reasons I'm fat and lazy. You know how much popcorn I made in there? When I was in college, I learned how to cook a spaghetti dinner in a microwave. And I'm not talking like one of those pre-packaged dinners that you heat up. I mean, like, boil the water, then put the spaghetti in there and cook it in the microwave. It's, it was awful, but we did it. We survived. Um, Mark Carabin. Why do you think Bobby is such a magic-hating muggle? Well, uh, Bobby's problem is that 
unless he can see it or touch it, it's not real. That's why he has physical games. That's why he has uh, all those amiibo. He needs the magic of the eye, not the magic of the mind. If he has to, like, actually see something and visualize it, he starts to have trouble with it. So, for instance, on the last Backlog Busters, my buddy, my good turkey, my gobble-gobble man, he brought up the kinetic console, which is a console you make with kinetic sand, and then you get to put it together however you want and play whatever you want on it. But Bobby was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. How can you make a console out of sand? What are you guys, crazy? That's pretty much his New Jersey accent right there, right? Hello, guys, what are you doing? I am Bobby, the Nintendo Guru, and I am here to talk about how much uh, Toby is a crazy British man. I I'm pretty sure that's exactly how he sounds. Sounds, sounds, sounds. You know, it's been a while. I've never recorded one this long, and uh, my speech patterns are going. But i got to make sure I get this in before Jacob wakes up, or it's going to be abruptly cut off, and then you don't get to hear the end of it, because I'm just going to put it as an MP3 and post it. Skinny Matt, what the muggle? Skinny Matt, I need you to settle down. I need you to just take a deep breath, you know? In with the good air, out with the bad air. I know you work a lot. You work uh, double shifts. You work at this hospital thing. I think you, uh, you, you touch, you come in contact with a lot of, let's say, poisonous materials. Some biohazardous materials. And I think it's all affecting your brain a little bit, you know? So what I need you to do is in with the good air, out with the bad air. Find yourself like 10 minutes and take a good nap. Get some rest, my man. You're looking a little ragged. You're looking a little old. Last picture, man. I think I saw some crow's feet and you're really not that old, man. You shouldn't be having a crow's feet right now. So shut up, muggle. Sit down. Take a deep breath. Maybe have a beer or two. Maybe that's the problem. You shouldn't have any beer. You need to cut that shit out. I need you to uh, get off the beer for like... Four days. Four days straight, you can do it. Alrighty, uh, Joel Brooks, parenting advice. There are kids that live next door to me who are the same age as my older two children. These parents are... Their parents are tool bags, and their kids are jerks as well. But they keep coming over and want to play with his kids. He's running out of reasons why his kids can't play, and he doesn't want him... Doesn't want his kids to... You know what? Here's the thing. Uh, he lives next door to a couple of jerks who are raising some jerk children. He doesn't want his kids to hang out with them. I completely understand. We try to limit the amount of jerks that our uh, our teenager interacts with because let's just say that he picks bad friends. He's not good at it. Like, if he had the choice of this kid who's nice and polite and uses manners, and then there's this other guy over there that says, hey, let's go to the store and we can uh, steal a pack of cigarillos and then uh, hop the fence and sneak into the school and, like, uh, staple the teacher's nutsack to his desk. He's going to pick that guy because that guy is cool. Um, he makes bad choices. Teenagers make bad choices. Children make bad choices. And as a parent, you need to, you know, regulate and step in. But I don't feel like as much as I want it to be, I know what I would have wanted when I was a kid. And I don't want, I didn't want my parents to be like, no, you're not hanging out with that guy. I want to, I want to be like, fine, you can hang out with him. But, like... When you start seeing stuff go wrong, it's like there are punishments, there are repercussions. You need to know that that behavior is not acceptable. And while you think it's cool that your friends are doing it, and while you think it's cool that you're going to do it, 
like, is it's not going to happen, and I'm going to put my foot down. You know, there's a lot of stuff that my team does right now, and it's a direct response to his friends. And he doesn't like the fact that he gets punished for something that he doesn't think is is a big deal. But, like, you know, he uses certain words that he shouldn't use because that's what his friends do. He's gotten in trouble in school, and then he gets these punishments at home. So I'm hoping that by not physically just being like, you are not hanging out with these kids, but instead telling him why and showing him why and then having him have to get punished for his actions, which are directly you know, reflected from hanging out with these other kids. I'm hoping that he kind of wakes up and is like, wait a second, when I hang out with this kid, I'm never in trouble. But when I hang out with these kids, I'm always in trouble. Of course, my 13-year-old, he makes bad life decisions. So I don't know how it's going to work. If it gets too extreme, we basically say, no, you can't hang out with these kids. We're not taking you over there. They're not coming over. But for the most part, we're trying to, you know, let him live a life, let him make decisions decisions and mistakes and you know see how all that affects him instead of being overbearing jerk parents um guys this is long i've already gone for like 21 minutes and i'm running out of stuff to say so i just want to talk a little bit about uh, i'm gonna say my second job is really cool it gives me time to write again and i forgot how much i like to write um, I do update my blog at grouchy.com. That's G-R-R, grouchy. Um, you know, I put random life stuff in there. I talk about the kids on top of trying to do a little bit on the backlogbusters.ninja blog. And uh, recently I decided, and it's not a rock bottom scenario, but it's like I know I'm going to hit it if I keep going. I decided I'm, I'm doing awful with uh, weight loss, weight management, awful with eating junk food. I'm putting too much crap in my face, and I'm not thinking about it. And it's not an at-home problem. It's a away-from-home problem. Uh, my second job, we got a snack closet, and I am free to partake in the snack closet. And if you know one thing about a fat man, he's going to eat cookies, he's going to eat crackers, he's going to eat little fishy heads. He's just going to eat, you know? And then at work, there's an ice cream shop, and there's just so much bad and I need to get better at self-control. So I decided that, you know, instead of just keep eating and keep gaining weight and, you know, keep going down this path that's going to take me to a real dark place that I don't want to be in, I decided I am going to do something about it. And for me, I am better suited that when I talk about things, when I write about things, uh, when I use like this podcast and when I use my blogs as kind of like my therapy, I get it out there and I think about it and I put it out for the world and I share it for you guys, all 10 to 12 of you or whatever that number is. But then you help hold me accountable because I know I've told you I'm going to stop doing this. And then if I don't stop doing it, I feel more of a liar that you guys know than I do when I just know I'm lying to myself. I don't know if that makes any sense, but... So, what I decided was, um, I started a new blog about... Not about losing weight yet, but it's more about gaining self-control. And the side effect's going to be losing weight, but it's something to hold myself accountable. I'm going to post pictures and shots of me on the scale... I'm going to post a picture of my big fat ass standing around nearly naked. You don't get to see anything from the waist down. Sorry, ladies. I know this is something that you're not going to enjoy. But 
I need I need before shots, I need during shots, I need after shots. I found some clothes that I'm going to try to squeeze into and take a picture of that so that I can see now and I can see six months from now what the difference is, no matter how I'm feeling. And I'm going to post those screenshots, I'm going to talk about what I ate for the day, I'm going to talk about how I was feeling, which maybe will lead me to know how I feel compared to what I ate, because I'm an emotional eater, I'm a hungry eater, I'm an eater eater, I eat, I'm like Peter Peter pumpkin eater, I had a wife but I could not keep her, no I'm joking, I have a wife, she's upstairs sleeping, she sleeps a lot, she sleeps better than I do, I wake up at the drop of a hat, but yeah, so I put that out there, it's a fatmaninvegas.com, fatmaninvegas.com. I've really been looking for an excuse to register that domain. So this blog is going to be my excuse. It's a, it's a new blog. It's not connected to anything else I do because it's going to have a different tone. It's going to have a different style. And I didn't know where to put that or where it would fit. So I was like, you know what? I'm the fat man in Vegas. I've been saying it for a few years now. I use that phrase all the time. I really, really like it. So now fatmaninvegas.com. Um, you know, I'll be posting that out to the Twitters and to the Book of Faces and to the MySpaces and all that stuff when uh, when I make a new post. So I'm hoping some of you come along, read it, shame me into eating better and losing weight. I'm looking for your support and I'm putting that out there. So Sean Capri starts with three things he's thankful for. I'm going to end with I am thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for Sean for letting me steal his... Uh, steal his questions, and then talking about how I steal his questions, so maybe it drives a listener over. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for Jacob, who helped me clean a grill, assemble a table, put a shop back together, and clean like a crazy kid, refusing to eat anything because he wanted Daddy's Burgers, and he loves them more than he loves McDonald's Burgers, and that is crazy. I am thankful for waking up early and putting a few minutes into recording this for you guys. And I'm thankful that you all continue to support me. So, this is the Fat Man in Vegas. This is Grouchy Surge. This is one half of the Backlog Busters. Thank you all for following me on this journey, all of my journeys, and trap her on, dudes. <laughs>